Hi, this is Rachel and Peyton with Girls Gone Right. Welcome to season two of our podcast where we talk about everything from culture and lifestyle to faith and politics. We'll be dropping hot takes and spicy content proving that conservative women can be both fun and informed. Subscribe and follow to see the latest. All good. I wasn't ready. That was fine. Hi, this is Peyton. This is Rachel. And we have a fun topic for you today. So we have been getting asked this question a lot, and I feel like we are kind of under heat because we preach this, and this is something that we talk about a lot, but it hasn't happened yet for us. So the question is, why are we still single? It's a hot topic. Everyone asks, um, and we post a lot of dating content because what are we doing? We're dating. Um, It's what we're doing. It's how we are this is just the season of life that we're in for you ladies who have found your person. I am so happy for you. Um, but jealous, jealous even a little bit. Um, but we won't like harp on that feeling. It's just, it's a difficult season. It's a fun season. It's hard. It's an emotional roller coaster. And we're going to kind of talk about all of it, but why are we still single if we're doing all of these things, right? It, There's no perfect recipe, but let's go. Yes. Um, So Peyton, why are you single? Great question. But I'm 25. And if you would have asked me a few years ago where I wanted to be at in life at the moment, it would probably be that I wanted to be settling down and starting a family. And I want all that. And I still do. You know, it doesn't happen. And I think it just comes to the fact that I don't want to settle. I've been in the dating world. I know exactly what I want. Being in relationships in the past that have not suited me or fulfilled me in the ways that I needed it to, it's really showed me the things that I really want in a person and needed in a person. And I've learned that what it looks like to settle. Having that in my past relationship, settling, and then the outcome was still the same. Like you can settle in the beginning of a relationship. You know, you meet someone and they seem almost perfect, but you're going to settle on a few things because they are almost perfect. They check almost every box. So you settle. But those things don't go away. Those boxes aren't just going to fill themselves and they don't just disappear off of your list. Years later, you're still left with those boxes not being filled. And for me, there's like non-negotiables, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. that I'm like, that causes really big problems in relationships. And that's what I experienced in my last one was at the end of the day, there was just boxes for on both sides that we weren't checking. And although at the beginning of the relationship, it seemed like that was something that you can settle on because everything else was so good, but that's so good only lasts so long and it wears off. And then at the end of the day, you're left with this person that's not, it's not your person. You just settled. And then now you're just years invested. So that's something that I learned and I take it to heart when I date because I do have things that I really want in a person. It's not me being picky. It's just me wanting to find the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. I don't want to get in another relationship and find someone that's not meeting those boxes just so in a few years I can tell myself what I knew in the first place was that you're not everything that I want. Yeah. And so lesson learned. And now when I date, I date very, very intentionally. And I think it makes it really hard because being, I feel like I know exactly what I want and I know who I am and I'm very confident in that. And I think that unfortunately, a lot of candidates are scared away from that or they just don't meet those qualifications. Yeah. So 
I will back you on that and I'll kind of elaborate on why I'm still single or why I think I'm still single. I guess it's not an exact science, but <laughs> <It's a> hypothesis. <laughs> we have a theory. Um, so, you know, it's it's a complicated world, honestly. And, you know, we talk about all the time on the pod and just on our Instagram, we post things. We're talking about, okay, here are your basic level qualifications. This is what you at minimum need to fill, right? That is the tip of the iceberg, you guys. That is not even diving into personality, interests, you name it, like all of that stuff, sense of humor, music, all of this stuff kind of matters a lot. And when you put it all into this big bowl and you, with your, all of your stuff and their stuff, look, I've been single a long, I've been single way more than I've been in any relationships, right? It's been close. It's been almost perfect, whatever. But I'm now 26 and I've been more independent than I've been codependent and not codependent in a bad way, just like, you know, it, relying on someone else and counting on someone else to be there. I've been independent most of my life and I've had to be, and I don't regret that. I don't think it's a bad thing, but when you reach a certain age, I'm now 26. I've done most of life very independently. I don't obviously need anyone. I would like someone that would be awesome. I would love to get married, have kids, do all of those things. Um, but I'm not going to settle because I grew up with two parents who loved each other the whole time. I've been exceptionally blessed. I know exactly what that looks like. My grandparents, my grandfather brought flowers to my grandmother. She died in 2005. He died in 2019, okay? This man, every single day, had a vase of flowers in his house and he would take a rose and he would bring it to the cemetery every single day. Every single day for that many years. If it was raining, he would sit outside in his car. If he was in the hospital, he'd ask someone else to go for him. This was not these. I have such incredible role models when it comes to this. And I'm not I'd rather be on my own than be with be in something any less anything less than that. But more than that, when you have been independent for so long, as I have, you really don't need anyone. And so when someone else comes in, sometimes that's intimidating. And my interest and everything, I've continued to grow. I've continued to mature, continued to find things that set my, like, that make me happy in this season, right? But the more I individualize, the less, I think the more complicated it is to merge two people's lives. Because now my dating arc market is what? Guys probably roughly 26 and up, right? Those guys have also, in theory, individualized to a certain degree. They've been living their lives separately. So when you take two people, roughly like 26 to maybe 32 is kind of where I'm generally looking, um, we're both very complete, hopefully, adults with our own set of goals and aspirations and everything. And when you try to merge those two things together, that can be difficult. Um, it's not impossible, but it is certainly not a piece of cake. So I'm single because I haven't found that person yet, but I know what I want. I'm very confident in that. I say what I mean. I'm not, I'm not one to say something and do the opposite. 
Um, the things that I talk about on the podcast, I promise I am doing in practice. Um, and for all you married ladies out there, I'm so happy for you. But yeah. um, and please don't tell me to go to church one more time. I swear, <laughs> if you guys tell me to go to church or go to like some community event, I've gone to the community event. I have gone to the church. I do We've, not know where you guys think that these people just come out of the woodwork for you. But um, yeah, and it's funny because me and you, we do date intentionally. It's not like we're out here sloppy dating. No, it's not that we are out there not dating with morals and values. It's not that we are out there dating horrible men. No, I don't have horror stories. I really don't. Yeah. All of the guys I've dated have been perfectly nice. It's not like it's some crazy chaotic dating life. It's nope. not even that at all. It's we have met guys that are great and align Perfect on values. Else. Yeah, they align on values. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the nitty gritty. And for same way with Rachel, I am independent. I have my own life and I'm very, very confident in who I am and where I'm at in life. And I do know that I will find my person and it will happen when it's supposed to happen. So when you meet someone and they're not adding to, they're not adding value to your life. If you are taking away my happiness, that's like my rule of thumb when I'm dating. I need someone that's going to add to my happiness. And I have really not found that yet. I think it takes a lot for someone to come into my life and add value because I'm so happy with where I'm at in my life. I feel incredibly blessed and it takes a lot for someone to come in and actually change it for the better because, you know, we've been doing this for Rachel has been single too and going through this. So you just become very happy with where you're at in life. And I think that that's really, it makes it even harder to date because it takes a lot to make that even better. So yeah, it's, it's two for me. I like to have someone who I don't I don't believe in projects. I do not believe in project men. <laughs> Peyton. <laughs> I do not believe in project men. Um I think <laughs> it's not it's not a thing that works. I want a guy to come in <laughs> and be be whole. Be yourself. Yeah. Don't lie. Don't say things I want to hear. Um be yourself, honestly, entirely. And if it works out, amazing. Love that. Yeah. But I think I, that's where you have the you most You can't lack. have a successful relationship yeah. with two people who aren't being like their whole complete selves. If you have someone who needs work or no, I've done, I've gone to therapy. I've done the personal growth stuff. I've, yeah. you know, I'm in church on Sundays. I'm doing the things that, you know, kind of make me feel like a whole person, you know, we're doing that. We're we're checking off that list. You need to check off your own list and then come and tell me yeah. that you're ready to date. Because and if you just gotten out of a relationship and you're like, yeah, I'm ready for the next one, I'm probably not going to believe you. <laughs> I love that you called me out on the project thing because it is so true. And this is my toxic trait. Rachel already knows this, but I I do love me a project. I'm like Chip and Joanna Gaines from HETV, like Where's the fixer upper? Show it to me. Let's fix them. Um, and unfortunately, I I am so aware of this. So I am trying to do yeah, better. Yeah, that's the only reason I said anything. Yeah, she, she, she knows. <laughs> I am so aware. And I, unfortunately, if you look at historically my relationships, I find a man, you know, that isn't fully confident in who he is as a person that obviously needs some work and needs to do a lot of self-work. And I find these men... And 
get stuck in the situation of where it's draining me because I'm trying to like literally pull this person on the journey of life. And historically, it has never worked out for me. And it's always same thing. Like at the end of the day, you're not checking the boxes, but it's because you haven't become the person that you're supposed to become yet. And I can't become that for you. And yeah. you can't love the lonely out of someone. And I have learned that you can love someone so much and it's never going to fix their broken pieces. You have to love yourself to fix that. You can't ever love the broken out of someone. Like Rachel, I could love you so much and it's not going to fix any anything that, you know, you need to heal on your own. Yeah, the same-, same applies with friendships. I mean, you can always be there for someone and I think this is different yeah. in terms of friendships. Being there for someone is different than trying to do that in a relationship um because they have to really want to help themselves they have to put in the work and do the things for example you can't be someone's confidence you can't be the reason that they and as i speak from a little bit of experience you can't be someone's confidence you can't be the reason that someone feels good about themselves Mm -hmm. you can be an added bonus you can be a bonus package but you can't be the reason that that happens for them um you have to be kind of they have to kind of already have that and also that's really attractive when they already have that they have so attractive um we're not a personality trait and i think that a man finds someone a woman that's really confident and successful and driven and has a lot of personality and men are just some men just kind of lay off the gas and they identify their personality within that person and it's it's toxic and i think that's a really difficult thing too because i have been through a lot of relationships it's changed me a lot it's pushed me to do a lot of self-work and i've had toxic relationships in the past so being an adult woman who's like fully healed and knows what she wants it makes it even harder to go out on the dating scene because people date in a really toxic way as well and that's not something that i'm even entertaining i don't want to play games and not even entertaining that it eliminates so much of the dating pool uh, because a lot of people just haven't done the self work yet either i think it's it's hard to find someone that aligns with your morals and values and that's in the same place in life as you but then it's also even harder after all of that to find someone that has done all that work and that is a completely healed person Yes, it is. Is is it like it feels like Mission Impossible? And I think that yeah, there are men that exist like that. People are are always saying that like oh well they they exist like yes of course but. they exist of course they exist. A lot it's, of them are already married, <laughs> so take those away. Um, it's you oh. have it, you have to be in the perfect storm really because I mean to have all of those things you're marking all of those boxes. And you have like the chemistry, you have have all of that. You're completely healed. You're not a broken person. You're not toxic. So all of this list. But then on top of that, I have to meet you. And when when is that going to happen? So it's like A, B, and C, D. And all of this need to happen yeah. at the same time. So it, look, it's, it's a perfect storm. It is a perfect storm. And I want to disclaim, I firmly believe they're out there. Okay? I really do. I do not think that all men are terrible. Um, but this is why we talk about the dating culture and we talk about hookup culture and we talk about all of these different things because also women in a lot of ways in like modern society have trained men on a compl- on something completely different during this whole women can do whatever they want, which you can in theory, you absolutely can, <laughs> but this is a byproduct of tr- conditioning men 
that are weak because we've taught them to be weak. Um, we've kind of given them all of this stuff. Women hold a lot of the cards when it comes to dating. We, we just do. We hold a lot of the cards. Um, and these guys have now been conditioned to think that women don't really want something serious. They have to go through all of these different phases. Guys oh my have gosh. learned to play yeah. the game. Guys have learned to adapt to their environment. And they have because, unfortunately, this is the dating culture. So we've been walking around asking people just in different settings. That's what we're going to do. We've been doing like man on the street interviews, asking people, because when you talk about the dating culture, you guys, it's not an insulated environment and you're not just going into, you know, you are going to breweries. You are going to maybe head out to a bar. You're going to walk down the street with some friends. You're going to go grab a cup of coffee. You're going to, of course, go to church. You're going to, of course, go to all of these different things, but the world isn't insulated. You don't get to just insulate yourself from it. We're living in it. And if we want to change the culture, you have to demand something different. And so it starts with girls kind of kind of banding together, which is sort of what girls gone right is it's a community of women, you know, married, unmarried, whatever your your status is in a relationship, so on and so forth. It's just kind of banding together and demanding something different. Yeah. And I think that is so important. And one of the main things is do not settle. Don't feel like you have to change your standards based on what the dating world is giving you back. Just because you're not getting what you want doesn't mean that you need to lower your standards. And trust me, ladies, I feel it. I know how hard it is. And sometimes you get in a place where you feel like you're questioning your standards. Are they too high? Am I asking too much? Me last night. Yeah. That, am I asking too much? Is it just, am, are my standards too high? But at the end of the day, I know exactly what I deserve. I want someone that's putting the same respect and re- I guess re- reciprocating what I'm putting out there and giving that back. And if I, that I think that you just can't lower your standards based on someone not meeting them just because you don't have qualified candidates. It's So, you know, frame it in a job interview way, right? You have a really high position at a job. You get 10 applicants, you interview them. They seem great, but a lot of them don't have all of the qualifications. You're not going to lower your standards just to fill this position. Like, oh, well, we need someone. So we're going to have someone with a high school diploma and no experience run our company Uh, because that's all we have. We just don't have enough candidates. We haven't found the right candidate yet. So we're just probably going to hire someone that is extremely unqualified for for this position to run our company. You would never do that in a business. So why would you do that in date? Why would you do that for yourself with the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with? Yeah. Why would you lower your standards? You're not ever going to do that in any other way of your life. Uh, And that's just kind of how you have to look at it, even though it can be disheartening to go out there and have a lot of what feels like failures you go on dates and it doesn't work out but at the end of the day this is it's not just you're not just like looking for a piece of furniture that's going to go in your house this is something that this is someone that you're going to spend your whole life with and raise children with this is something that's so important and when i think of dating that's what i think about i'm not thinking about oh is this the person i'm going to spend the next six months of my life with no this is the person that i want to spend my whole life with that i want to raise children with that's going to make very important life decisions with me so i need someone that is going to be aligned with me so it's a very serious position this is not just 
yeah, it's not entry level. This is very serious. So when I date, I do look at all of these things, which is probably why I'm still single. It's not because I'm looking for, you know, a warm body to cuddle on a Friday night. It's because I'm looking for someone to spend the rest of my life with. And that's completely fine. That's going to take a little longer because yeah. I'm not just thinking about it in terms of a few months. I'm thinking about it in terms of the rest of my life. So but you have also, to think about all the big things. In theory, too, you know, it's almost... Because when I do find someone that I'm, like, interested in, like, I want to date or have dated in the past, they're really, really incredible guys. Like, I feel very blessed to have had that. Now, having had that and having it had not, like, it just didn't work out, think about it this way. We get how lonely it is, you guys. Like, we want to also talk about, like, the things that no one else talks about, which is it, is it incredibly lonely sometimes you bet your bottom dollar it is. It's very bad. I actually texted Peyton yesterday. I was like, girl, I am in my feels today. It was rainy outside. I mean, it's sunny today, so I'm a whole new girl. But (laughs) yesterday, it was rainy. It was just, it would have been the perfect night to stay in, cook dinner with someone, have, have a nice meal, watch a movie, hang out with my dog, walk around the neighborhood, have a little, go grab a cup of coffee, go grab like a quick dinner, you know, something like that, right? Go on a cute little like rainy date night. That's what I, that's, man, that sounded perfect yesterday. Of course, can't have that because (laughs) who am I going to go on a date with? I don't know. Um, And let me be very clear, you know, like I am on dating apps. I have been set up on a blind date. I have been set up by other people. I have had my number sent to, you know, oh, maybe text her, see what's going on. I've done done a lot of different things. Um, I use the Date Right Stuff app every once in a while. There are a couple gems on there, but still kind of rough. Um, and no one's really close by to where I yeah. am, and I don't really believe in the distance thing, so that's kind of difficult. Um, but in any case, it is incredibly lonely, and we need to talk about that more because it makes you romanticize what you once had, or maybe it makes you second guess. Hey, maybe I was a little yeah. too picky. Maybe I messed up here. But you only think those things late in the afternoon or late at night and then in the morning you're like okay no we we did make the right decision and it's okay to second guess that don't your feelings in this whole season are valid and it's okay to look at some of your friends every once in a while particularly the ones in relationships or who've been with their person forever incredibly happy for you both um but if you guys tell me one more time to just, Rachel, you're, you're just, you just need to go here or you need to go here. I'm like, look, either you met when you were 15 or you met when you were younger and you had the opportunity to grow together. And that is a beautiful journey. And I don't want to take away from that. But please also don't ask me about my relationship status every time you see me as though that is the only thing that matters in my life at the moment. Like, hey, are you seeing anyone? Yeah, there's other things, and I completely... What are you doing lately? How are you? Like, how's your life looking? And just because it looks different, because I'm filling this single season with other things like hiking or adventures or my health journey, for example, that's a time eater. Um, But, you know, 
ask me about those things. Don't just ask me about the relationship because there's more crazy. Yeah. And I agree with Rachel, the lonely season, you feel it. It's, you know, you want someone to be in your life with you and it does feel like some moments it would be even more special if you had someone there to spend it with you. Like something really good happens in life and I'll call my friends. But in that moment, I'm like, dang, it would be really nice to have someone celebrating this moment with me or, you know, it's it's not even just all the lonely moments too. like, you know, when I come home on, you know, a weeknight or a weekend and I don't want to go out or do something and I just want to have a chill, relaxing night. I feel it then too. I feel that oh, yeah. I would like love to have someone to make memories with, but also it's like in my best moments as well when something really good happens in my life and I yeah. want to celebrate that. And I just, it, it happens when I'm making memories because I wish that I had a person to make these memories with and build my yes. life with. That's and, really well said. And it makes it really difficult. You, you do feel the loneliness, but at the same time, like Rachel said, it makes you question yourself and your standards. Am I just being too hard on everyone? Are there candidates that I turned away that are qualified for this job? But, but at the same time, we but don't it, want just what is good enough. I yeah, want but at something the same that time, are you made gonna, for me. Yeah, are you going to, you know, I, I turned away that candidate. He didn't have any experience, but, you know, maybe he's a good candidate for the job. Like, no, it's just, are you just feeling that way because you wish that you had someone to be there with you? Just because you want someone to be there with you doesn't mean that's your person or doesn't mean that you need to have someone there with you. Like you will find that person and there are going to be plenty of memories that you're going to make and be able to have that moment with and create those memories with. It's just not yet. Yeah. Uh, so it is It is really challenging though. And I feel Rachel so hard on that. And I honestly, I'm the type of person, I'm like busy, 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 busy. And I think- it, I feel it more it when I a, slow down. Yeah. It takes, when I slow down, I feel it more. Yeah, it takes away those opportunities of, of for me to feel like I'm lonely because I've just, thankfully, I guess, I don't know if it's thankful, but I have been incredibly busy. And, you know, I think also that's why, too, like when I don't have something to do, I do just, you know, make myself busy and I don't have to feel these things. But it is, it would just be important see, to feel them, though, too, because yeah. it is normal and it does happen. And so for the past few weeks, I've been completely on the go constantly. I just moved. I had a lot going on. I was in and out of town. Now I'm back. I'm kind of in town, whatever. And so now I'm like, okay. So for the first time in a while, I'm sitting still and I'm like, okay. A few weeks ago, it wasn't as big a deal because honestly, I didn't really have a ton of time to date anyway. Um, But then I'm home and I'm by myself and I'm... Like, wow. Okay. New mindset. We're going for a walk. Um, so we'll go for a walk. I literally took Tux for a walk in the rain last night. We have, I live near some really cute neighborhoods. We're walking by. And I just see, like, families and kids and things like that. And it's just, like, darn. I really, really want that. Yeah. Um, but it's also very scary to, like, admit how much you want it. Because you always worry that, like, okay, what if this is that going happen to happen to me? Oh, my god. Because gosh. what if God's plan isn't what I want? And that's really mm. scary. And it's That's... just a whole thing. And, you know, people are always like, oh, no, it'll happen. It'll happen. And I'm like, you don't know that. And yeah. I don't know that. So I would really appreciate if we'd quit lying to me <laughs> or, like, saying things that, you know, you just – we don't know. I um, honestly think that 
I have never even said that out loud, but it is really scary. It's scary to, to say that to out admit loud. that how much you want it because you're afraid that you'll never. It's vulnerability, right? Like you're afraid God. to admit it because it really might not happen for you. And you know, and I, we preach this and we say it all the time. But at the same time, we don't even know if it's going to. Ha- I don't know if nope. I'm going to get married young. I haven't even met anyone, and. You know, you think about that. Is this in my cards? This is, I want it so bad. And God. there's been a lot of things that I've wanted in life and haven't gotten because it wasn't God's plan. And I, you know, it worked out for the better because God's plan is always better but than this my one, plan. This one, like, I, this one I, I mean, really I want. can't even, this one I like really, <laughs> really want. It's, a, it's like, I've always wanted it. feels like it. nature. It's, it's, you know what just, I mean? You want and, and I'm nurturing my dog. I mean, my dog is my child, and I would never change that. I mean, he really is a little, he's a little king, um, or a big king. He's 73 pounds. But my point is, you know, like, I'm treating my dog like I would a child. And my life, the way that, like, okay, I'm cooking my, I'm cooking dinner. I'm doing all these things. I'm embarking on this health journey. I've made all these changes. I'm like, I am literally perfectly capable of being a mom tomorrow I could be a wife tomorrow and like I think I could adapt to the role like that I mean and that is such a sad reality sometimes because it's like look why hasn't happened yet why hasn't it happened for me if I'm so ready and I prayed for this and you know I've been doing everything that I need to do to make myself prepared for that next step in life but why hasn't it happened yet and And then I look it stings it 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 kind of does at times but we'll talk about some of the positives of this season (laughs) and in a second but we really don't want to gloss over this part because this part is the tough part and this one's the one that people kind of shimmy on over i think because like we said saying out loud that it might not happen for you is enough to kind of send you into a little bit of like a mental breakdown yeah because you know when you were a kid and you pictured your life or you pictured anything like i always pictured kids i didn't just picture one i pictured multiple (laughs) i pictured multiple little mini me's boy or girl whatever i don't care um And I just thought it would be the most fun to watch them explore and learn and like figure out life. And women today are so conditioned, I think, to say, oh, it's not that big a deal if you don't want kids. I mean, if you really don't want them, please don't have them. But at the same time, kids are beautiful and you're made for it. You're built for it. But we'll have to kind of talk about (laughs) that a whole other day because that can be a whole segment. Oh, my gosh. But honestly, um, I, Rachel, I'm like literally like going to tear up over here because I'm like, it, it, girl, I'm like, I have, I have something back here too. I have something in my throat I'm like, and I'm like, uh, darn it. Um, it but is you sick. want it so bad. I mean, yes. it's like, you can almost touch it. And it's like, look, yes, right now I spend, yeah. I spend my time a little differently so than hard. I would if I were in a relationship. I really do. I yeah. spend my time a little differently. I think especially when you're thinking about like kids and stuff. I mean, look, my friends who are married and things like that, they're not going out or anything like that. And of course, I'm still kind of in this in-between season. I have to fill it with something, my friends. And I feel incredibly blessed to have friends who want to go and sit on a cute rooftop um, in the summer, in the springtime and all of these different things. But man, what I wouldn't give to just swap out a little bit of that time for something else and well um, honest well said and i have never even said that out loud like that it might not happen for me so to be able to say that 
it's very scary, but also at the same it's time, terrifying. you're okay to say it because your faith in God is so big that you feel yes. confident in God's plan. And faith is not something you can see, guys. It's just something yeah. you have to lean into. And that's the big thing about it. It's like trust. You can't, it's not tangible. It's intangible. Much of what we believe as Christians is intangible. So yeah. you have to just kind of lean into the trust that you have in God, lean into the plan, Fill your season with meaningful things, which is what we're going to talk about next, and just see oh, what happens. Thank, but thank gosh, because I'm over here crying. <laughs> single seasons are not also just waiting rooms for marriage, and I think yep. that's really important. You're not just sitting around in some waiting room because also, like we said, we don't know if this is going to happen for us. Yeah. So don't just sit around and mope and this season of life too everyone's always the grass is greener on the other side the people who got married super young sometimes yeah. wish they would have gotten married older and the people who you know got married older sometimes wish they would have met people younger because then they'd have their kids younger and so on and so forth but you don't get to pick it's not your yeah then the stars align the stars align but in this single season there's some really matter to you yeah there's some really good things and honestly i think that I'm so blessed to have had this because a year ago in my life, I never would have thought I, I was in a serious relationship and I thought that was it for me. And I didn't have this opportunity to grow as deeply as I would have in that relationship. So I do feel incredibly blessed because I didn't want that. I wanted marriage. I wanted kids with this man. I thought this was my- You moved to Nashville. Yeah, I, I thought that that was my forever. And then God said, nope. And in that moment, it was a trust God moment. I told God, I will take me where you want me to go. Call me and I will listen. And it was a moment of pure trust and really pushing my faith because I would have never experienced the things that I've experienced in the past year of my life. And this has been truly the most incredible year of my life that has tested me in every single area of my life. I've grown so much. I've grown in friendships. I met people that I never would have met that truly have the people in my life right now. I have no idea how I am like walk this journey without them. Like I know I'm supposed to have you in my life. I know I'm supposed to have these people in my life. They have changed me for the better in so many amazing ways. And I think that this past year, like to think that I'm going to cry because I'm just already emotional, but to think that I wouldn't have had this past year of my life if things would have been different, like that's how I know that God's plan is real. Because what I have seen in the past year of my life is incredible friendships. I've seen opportunities in my career. I've seen opportunities in my faith. I've connected people with sharing my values and my morals and just putting that out there. I've made friendships through that. I've become so strong in who I am. I am so confident in my journey with God. And like, that is like something that I didn't have before. I wasn't, you know, I was making my own plan, but I am so confident in my relationship with God that I just don't care what happens. I am truly like, you know, if that doesn't work out for me, that's fine because it's not God's plan. But to think that I would not have that if AB didn't happen, like this is an incredible year that I've had. And just to be able to see all those changes that God made in my life that he was like, Mm -hmm. you know what, Peyton, like, this isn't it for you, but I'm going to show you why. Like this relationship didn't work out, but trust me. And I'm going to show you why it didn't work out. And Mm -hmm. it was, I got to have a summer with my friends. I got to have a job that I've been dreaming about for so long that I wanted so badly. I just wanted purpose and I got purpose. 
And that is like the one thing that I really wanted in life. Like I thought that I wanted to marry this man and take the next steps, but I really wanted purpose and God gave me that. And like in my heart, I knew that's what I wanted first. And to see that God was able to give that to me through a whole different journey was like the most amazing. It's like my testimony and it's incredible. So like for that reason, I've like literally, truly, like I'm at a point in my life where I love my career. I love being able to do this. And I wouldn't have had girls gone single and it wouldn't have changed into like this, what it is now that has just truly become a part of me to be able to meet people and like hear other people's voices and find connection. It's the most amazing thing. So like that's that's my personal testimony. But truly, I find strength in that. I find strength yeah. in that because I, I know that I can trust God's plan based on what he did for me and how mm-hmm. like he showed it to me. So I can trust that. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely love what you said too. Just not, you know, you get purpose in different ways. And I moved to Charlotte almost two years ago this summer. I will have been in Charlotte for two years. That's crazy to me. Um I didn't, I didn't think I'd be a North Carolina girl. I mean, I always <laughs> knew that I wanted to move, but gosh, 12, over 12 hours was not really what I had in mind. Um, that wasn't really what I was thinking would happen, but it did. And I don't know why I felt the pull to come here, but I did. Met some of the best, best people I've ever met in my life. I miss my people back home, but I was meant to come here. I know that I was supposed to be here. I was supposed to embark upon this journey. I've found so many hobbies. Guys, use your single season to try and kind of sample new things. Do you like hiking? Turns out I love to hike. Um, And I used to be one of those people that's like adamantly opposed to camping, but I think I'm going to go camping soon. I think that's going to happen. I think I'm going to go home and steal my parents' old camping equipment and buy myself a cute little tent for me and my dog. And I think that's what we're going to do. I think we're going to become camping. I'm going to become a camping girl. Um, But all of these different interests that I never would have had the courage or the oomph to even go do. I mean, Louisiana is a beautiful state. Do not get me wrong, but it is flat. There is no mountain. There is no nothing. Um, So it's just kind of being being mindful about the things that kind of set your heart on fire, going to church on Sunday. Does that get you right with God? Yes. Great. Go. Um, I'm Catholic. It's really important to me that I go and sit there and spend that time with God. Have some friends that are, have some friends that are just Christian in general. It's amazing. Um, Surround yourself with people who also are believers as well. You do not have to exclusively surround yourself with people um, that believe and think the same way as as you do, but I've met so many people who have just taught me so much, and people don't realize what they teach you when you meet them, and I think that every single person I've met has given me something that I was able to like adapt in some way capacity into my own life. Um, The things that didn't work out, all for a reason. So use your single season, fill it with purpose. I've decided to embark upon this insane health journey, whatever that looks like, um, figure it out and do it for yourself. Um, do it for your future life, whatever that might look like. We don't always know. Um, but just trust and give yourself some grace and understand that if you are feeling sad or if you're feeling a little lonely or you're newly out of a relationship or you're not sure if the one that you're in is right for you or 
you're literally just single trying to date and it's kind of a mess or you're single and not ready because you're like, wow, this is really intimidating. All of those feelings, all of that stuff happens. We all feel it. We all experience it. And you're just not alone in that. So let's talk about it. We're not going to gloss over the difficult stuff because... Guys, it's still hard, but give yourself some grace and understand that lean into the faith, lean into the trust, and all will be okay. But that's why we're single. (laughs) To answer answer the one question, it took us a solid 38 minutes, but that is why. That's okay. And I hope that you guys can relate to this because, you know, everyone has their own journey, but it's about trusting God more than you trust yourself. So at the end of the day, fall back on God. Thank you for listening to Girls Gone Right. Be sure to check us out on YouTube to watch the video format and follow us on Instagram at Girls Gone Right. Stay tuned for the next episode released every Sunday.